Welcome to the Acceleration Fitness Podcast. I am Ben Boudreau and my co-host. I am John Papp, and this is episode number 22, I'm pretty sure, off the top of the dome. Yes. So what we're going to do today, guys, what we do always, is in 30 minutes or less, we are going to pick apart a transformation of a very awesome and special person. And today, that special and awesome person is Miss Janice. Janice, say hello. What's up, Janice? Hi. How are you doing? So a little, okay. story, little story about Janice. She, uh, she really is one of the starting – she really started Acceleration. I'll put it that way because when I first came to Acceleration, we had zero clients, and her son was playing football at the time, became one of the first clients ever. So her paycheck definitely helped Acceleration <laughs> get to where it's at. So a lot of people <laughs> told Janice a big thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. You helped him too. So yeah, not only that though. Today's story I know is going to be phenomenal for a lot of you listeners out there because her transformation, not only physically but mentally, um, just as a mom. I'm very excited to get into this, guys. So what John and I will do we'll ask her seven questions to kind of deconstruct how she transformed her body, her mind, and what she did with her fitness. Sound good, guys? Let's do it. All right, I'm going to kick it off with the first question. So, Janice, what was your biggest transformation this past year? Um, always the initial weight loss was great. Um, the difference in my clothes fitting, for sure. But the most important part is that I'm just stronger and more confident. I can do things that I never, ever could imagine that I could do now. Like what? That's uh, I did my first box jumps this week. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I saw you jumping on boxes the other day. It was absolutely terrifying, <laughs> but empowering, so it was very but cool. But you did it. I did it. It was awesome. I couldn't move the valve slides when I first started there. I could not move them at all, and now yeah. I do it without thinking. It's just, yeah. just amazing things that my body really can do once you get out of your own head. <laughs> So even though you're not really supposed to focus on the scale that much, um, can you give us some numbers on like what's changed uh, body-wise and like just stats? Sure. Um, I've kept off 27 pounds. Wow. Kind of goes up and down a little bit, but that's that's okay. Um, my jean size is the same, which is great. I went down two jean sizes. Um, I can't tell you the overall inches because it does go up and down, but probably about five inches off my waist four or five inches off my hips. Um, that's awesome. That's amazing. Every, yeah, it's... That's awesome. And how long a time did you lose the 27 pounds and the five inches and the inches off your waist? Um, I lost most of it in the beginning. Um, I lost the 20 pounds probably within the first two challenges that I did. Um, I lost almost 10 pounds in the little three-week challenge. That was my initial... Um, experience <laughs> of all this and uh that's where I started to lose and then I really lost a lot in the beginning and pretty much plateaued now which um mm -hmm. originally was frustrating but I've accepted it <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's maintenance exactly you also just said something before we started too is that you've never done a box show before and you could never imagine doing those so oftentimes the transformations people the scale stops moving but other things are happening and if you don't take notice you can be missing them. So, I mean, not being able to move the veil slides to doing box jumps is a huge, huge accomplishment. Heck yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm it's excited cool. to see excited to see what it does in the softball field this year, right? Oh yeah. Hitting some dingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh John, you want to take it to question number? Yeah. All right. So second question here. So what is maybe uh, a failure or a tough spot that you kind of gone through in this journey that, you know, was really tough when you were there, but it ended up helping a lot. Um, I would definitely say focusing too much on the scale was really a huge issue for me because I wanted a number and I wanted it bad and really felt I could get there. It wasn't a crazy number. I wasn't trying anything extreme. I was being realistic. Um, actually because I did the DEXA scan, um, I won it actually last year, best thing I could ever done because it put literally my whole life into perspective. Um, I am a muscular girl. I have been my whole life. I, my bones are heavier than everybody's, you know, so the number that is reality for somebody that's my height or, you know, just being a woman is Mm -hmm. totally unrealistic for me. So doing that DEXA scan put everything into huge perspective for me. So then when I realized that the actual number what my body should be was put it way, you know, definitely in range for me. So I really wanted that number and I really wanted it. And then I couldn't get it and I couldn't get it. And I started to get angry and discouraged and figure then why am I even doing this? Because it's not working. But then um, many of our members, which are amazing, you know, put it out there and, you know, it was the non-scale victories. And it is. I am so much stronger than I have ever been. I feel leaner. I get so many compliments of how I look now, and it has nothing to do with that number. <laughs> so that was my biggest thing. So once I stopped focusing that I, I you know, I'm not at that number that I felt I should be in a year, um, it just, I, I still work just as hard. And like I said, I'm stronger and I can do things. I, I, I had to get out of my own head. I had to get out of my own head and just be like, you know what, that number doesn't matter. And you can do this. You can do this box jump. Just try. So once I got past that, it just made me feel better. I felt a lot more confident and worked harder. (laughs) Why do you think that started like that? Because that's what a lot of people do. Like, why do you think it all started with the number? It, it's just, that's it. I mean, it's, it's society. It's, it's life. It's, it's, it's everything. And especially, sorry, but especially for a woman, I mean, it is, that number is, is a big deal, you know, and especially when, yes, you know, well, you don't look like you weigh that. Hey, you know, that's great. <laughs> but in my own mind, when I step on that scale and I don't see that number I want to be in front, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's just such a horrible mental thing that you just, you can't help it. I mean, you just, I, it's just the way I think life is. It's, it's reality that, you know, you, everybody should be a certain number. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> and, that's kind of the, the unfortunate part too, you know, I mean, basically from the time you're a, a child, you're, you're kind of taught that weight is like the be all end all. Like, I mean, everything from going to the doctor's office, the first thing they do, they take your weight and height. You know, they classify people by overweight, underweight, you know, it all goes back to weight when in Mm -hmm. reality, that's not, you know, the true tale of health and fitness and just wellness in general. It's, you know, exactly what you're talking about with the DEXA scan, the body fat percentage, the visceral fat, all this stuff, the muscle mass that you can't see by just stepping on a scale. And it's just unfortunate that, you know, Mm -hmm. in our society today, it is such a large part but I think we are seeing it kind of slowly turn around with, 
you know, DEXA scans becoming more popular. I mean, there's used to be, you couldn't do that kind of thing. You had no idea. So I think we're headed in the right direction. What do you think, Ben? To clarify, so the listeners out there, you might be wondering what the hell is a DEXA scan? Yeah, I guess we should start there. Oh, hey, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'll let Janice talk about her experience so you guys know what it is. But the DEXA scan is basically, John mentioned it, five years ago you had to be either a, an Olympic or professional athlete or you had to get a doctor's note to get this special scan that really scans your true body fat. It shows you where your muscles at in your body. You basically lay on a bed. And I'll, I'll let Janice get into it and how it helped her, but it's one of the best things you guys can do. If there is a DEXA scan in your area, definitely take advantage of it. Janice, what did it do for you? I, it, like I said, it just put everything into perspective. I have, like I said, growing up, I've always been an athlete. So, I mean, I've always, I always had the muscle. It just happened to be buried under a little bit more the older I got. Um, so, but going in, and he measured it, and I have a lot of muscle. I mean, way more muscle than I even ever thought I did. Um, my bones are heavier than most people. Um, you know, just, just things that genetically I have that you can't change. I, you know, going to the gym is not going to change that for me. It's not going to make my lighter, and it's not going to, I don't, I've had you know, all that underlying word working on it now and making it you know more visible but it just it really because i'm not i'm not supposed to have 140 pounds you know i was very fit and you know very lean before you know life happened and you know having kids and stuff but it's it put it into perspective that that i'm not gonna weigh that and i'm not supposed to my body the way i'm built i am not supposed to weigh that and to be healthy i'm not supposed to weigh that and be healthy you know so like it was a realistic number and I was like, okay. And, and it made it, um, you know, reachable, you know, I didn't have to think, oh my gosh, I have to lose a hundred pounds to be 140 pounds. You know, I don't have to, I really don't. Yeah. That's awesome. Brandon was there. He was great. I and mean, he put everything in perspective, explained everything and it just explained literally the last 20 years of my life that, that I re there really is a big bone thing. No, there really is, you know, I, that kind of stuff that, that I'd grown up my whole life and wasn't always comfortable with, but now I am. And, and on that note too, if anybody <laughs> is in the area, um, go talk to Brandon Long at, at Fit Body 360 and he's got the deck skin there. But if you're not in the area, you know, some places, you know, it's still not super popular, but you may be able to find a DEXA scan at any public university. Um, so if there's a university near you, just reach out to someone, you know, exercise science or maybe even the medical school and, try to see if there is a DEXA scan. And a lot of times, because it's a public university, you'll be able to get one through them. So if you don't have a place like Brandon's, that's how you can find a DEXA scan. That's awesome, Janice. I'm, I'm glad you did that. I mean, you lost the weight, you lost those inches, and you discovered really who you are and why your body is the way you – and that, that's, that's awesome. That's what fitness is. So I think the listeners out there can kind of get a little um, little glimpse of – who you are and what you've been doing. But if you had to, in one sentence, what is your biggest advice for anybody looking for a transformation? Um, I use this actually when, um, in all these challenges that we do, cause you know, we, you, you, you know, post motivational stuff or, you know, things like that. And I think the biggest thing I used, it was, it was find your fire, but then you have to find something that will continue to fuel that fire. 
So that's where I'm at with that. I found my fire and I found a place that fuels it. What is that fire? Um, it's, well, <laughs> you, do, you have to want it um, you, and you have to want to work hard for it. Um, it's not easy. It's not easy by any means whatsoever. Um, you just, you have to stick with it. And once you do, you know, you start to see results and then it, it just makes it even easier. And now it's just a habit. If you do it long enough, it becomes a habit. And it's, I mean, I get up at 4 a.m. now to come to the 5 a.m. every day of the week. And yeah, it's, there we go. I don't. That is my, it's my habit. It's my fire. That's awesome. All right. That was good. So I, I want to go back to the, the 4 a.m. Yeah. Janice, let me ask you. Five years ago, did you ever picture yourself wake up at 4 a.m. to go work out? Uh, no, never ever. Because <laughs> I had to work. I'd be too tired to make it through my work day. I don't know why people do that. <laughs> Were you working out five years ago or 10 years ago? Can I give us a glimpse of that? Um, I've done, I mean, here and there, you know, the little gyms. Um, I did do back, there were some classes that were, um, they were kind of cool. They were almost like, um, you know, like a step class, but it had some running in it and had, you know, so it varied from just your being on the treadmill and doing, you know, your boring stuff at the gym. And I say boring because when I first started, I didn't know what I was doing. So literally, like a, most people, I mean, we go to start training, we're like, ah, you know, if you're not, if you don't know what you're doing with the weights, you're walking the treadmill or you're doing the elliptical, maybe some of the weight machines, but you're not really, you're not using, right? You're not getting out of the shit. So, you know, I did a couple of things kind of like that on and off, but it was never anything I think I got. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. You know, it's just a hot size of everything when you're there. Got it. Okay. Good. All right. So next question here. So, you know, looking back, what has been the best investment that you've made to, you know, make this successful, whether it's, you know, your time, um, a monetary investment, or, you know, could be anything. Uh, it's definitely acceleration. I mean, it, it totally is. Um, it's the, it's a place I want to go to every day. <laughs> so that makes me, that is my investment because I do pay to go, but I want to go every day. Um, it's the members, it's the trainers, everybody just makes it so worth it. Um, I got to give a shout out to my two girls. Um, my workout buddies that are with me every morning at 5 a.m. We text, we hold each other accountable. Jack and Diana, <laughs> we call ourselves J-Cubed, even though Diana doesn't start with a J. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it, it's that. I mean, that is the biggest thing I could have done because it keeps me. I mean, that's my oh, And so I get up at 4 a.m. I go to work. You know, I get to, I get to my, my you have to find that place Janice I hate, myself to go there. I hate to do this because I don't want to ruin your train of thought because what's coming out is perfect right now do you have a, a good signal where you're at just because I don't know about you John but it's coming in choppy yeah it's pretty choppy oh I don't know I mean it says uh, um your message can I check my signal <laughs> um yeah I mean I still don't have it Wait, let me I mean I'm right by my wife too but yes okay is it 
I don't know. Yeah, I have flu. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me... Oh, my bars. Can you hear me? Is it better? Yeah, that's better. Actually. Yeah, that's clear. Yeah. All I did was move, but. <laughs> <laughs> Well, right. <laughs> see if that works. <laughs> it just shifted in the chair, but <laughs> I'll have gotten at that. But hey, I'm glad you said that because you just brought up something I forgot to do in the beginning of this, and that is our client shout out of the week. And our client shout out of the week is definitely Diana. If you're listening to this, which I know yeah. you are, because you're Janice's biggest supporter. You are our client highlight of the week. Um, if you guys are listening out there, Diana. Just like Janice said, she wakes up at 4 a.m., she drives to the gym, and this week in particular, I'm not sure who did it. I think Janice is uh, the culprit. <laughs> they made tank tops that said, I ain't eat Boudreaux. <laughs> I thought about wearing it, but. Shut up, shut up. Go into that, uh, Janice, on, on why those were made. I, I'd, lo I'd love to know. <laughs> it actually all started back when I think a bunch of people are on vacation, so you were covering a lot of the classes, uh -huh. and so you you know you weren't we didn't see you much, and then uh, suddenly you were having a couple of our classes, and we were a little terrified at first. And I said, you know, he's going to call us out. He knows us all. And I said, well, I'm just going to look at him and say, I ain't you, Boudreaux. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided to make shirts. <laughs> yep, it worked. It I worked. Love it. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, that's what it's all about, though, is you guys having fun together. I mean, just like I said, a lot of people listening out there will probably never think they are capable of waking up at 4 a.m. and driving to the gym because they think it's going to be this one hour of pure hell that you're going to hate and you can't wait till it's done. It's the complete opposite when it comes to Janice, her friends, the results they're getting. I mean, they show up and it's like little giddy girls that like showing up to school together. Like they're all excited to see each other. They talk about the weekends. That is honestly the shit to me, and that's a huge shout-out to you, Janice, for that. Thanks. And I just feel 4 a.m. is a heck of a lot easier than, you know, I'm, I'm tired, but I'm, it's nice to come home at 5 p.m. and mm -hmm. just be here and be done and know that I did it. And it holds me accountable all day. I didn't just get my butt kicked, you know, to have pizza for, for lunch. Nothing. And how far is your drive to the gym? Oh, not far. 10, 15 minutes. 10, 15 minutes, yep. But before, yeah. you had to quit the – long commute right when you started yeah yeah um i used to live over in shelby township and then i worked in warren at 12 and ryan and we used to come in the evening so i would Jeez. come every night from 12 and ryan to the six o'clock class and then go home to shelby township that's well, a hike out there isn't from michigan how far of a drive was that one way um it's about 30 minutes if you're not in traffic if it's not snowing <laughs> you know or raining so it's yeah, it, it, it was not, it, sometimes the uh, drive was worse than the workout. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to let that go because I think that's a huge, huge, huge testament to you. 30 minutes, one way driving to a gym, you could have done so many other things, but you said, screw it. I'm driving to the gym after work when you just worked a full day, yet you still the dedication to get in the car. And if you live in Michigan guys, there's snow, there's shitty weather. You did that consistently, consistently. I mean, there are millions of people that would never dream of doing that, and you did that. So you need to be very, very proud of that. Yeah. Me and my buddy Jack. I can't let Jack out of there, too, because she still does it. She yeah. still does that drive every day. But now she comes early, goes home, and gets ready in Shelby Township, and then goes to Warren. So, it's my sister. Yeah. My sister, she does it. Yep. She's, <laughs> she's doing that all while planning a wedding, too, which I have to Yeah, have. I was going to say, but she's got – She's got a big day coming up, so she, that's why she does it. 
All right, John, what is question number four? Uh, we just asked question four. So question number five. five. <laughs> <laughs> what behavior or habit was the toughest to overcome at the beginning of your transformation? This is the easiest question ever because without a doubt, it's food and beer. <laughs> yep, yep. It's just seriously food and beer was nothing to that. I mean, you know, my son plays football, so the falls filled every single set with the best tasting but worst food fear and everything because it's a party. It's football season. Um, so that was a huge, huge adjustment for me. Yeah, and you got to go support your son and you got to deal with that. So, okay. So, and I, I like to party. <laughs> I mean, let me ask you this. Is that completely gone now? Is that like you, you can't do that or is it that you don't do that now? Or is it the mix? Oh, no. No, I mean, it's, it's a mix. Um, I think it, it depends. It, it does depend on where my mindset is, you know, at that time. Um, if there's a challenge going on, kind of things like that. But it's still, um, it's definitely at a minimum now. Um, it's usually Saturdays are usually my cheat day then, you know, when it comes around that time for football. And the tailgate. It is my cheat. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I that's my life. I mean, I'm not gonna. I mean, yeah, I want this, but I want to be happy and have fun and still be able to enjoy a lot of things too. So I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna beat myself up over because I had fun at the tailgate on Saturday. I just go back hardcore again on Monday. That's awesome. That's the best way to do it. That's Everything awesome. in moderation. Yep. I just, I just hope the listeners out there really hear that because. She's down 27 pounds. She lost inches and you can hear in her voice. It's not like she's, Oh my God, I can't wait. So next, like I, I, I miss the tailgates. I miss, she's not deprived at all. She's living a happy life. She has great energy and she's getting results. And it's Janice, can you say, I mean, it's not as hard as you thought it was or what do you think? Or was it? As hard? Um, not, not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, obviously in the beginning it is, but now it, like I said, it, it's, it's same thing with going to the gym. It, now it's just habit. Like it's, it's become a part of my life. Like that's literally what I do every day. I plan for it and it's, it's okay. It just all works. I mean, you just, you just, you find that balance and make it work and if all off, go back. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. All right, John, question right. my favorite one. number six. So what is kind of, you know, now that you've been through it, what is some bad advice that maybe you've heard in, you know, in, your own transformation or other people as they go through this? Um, I would say probably just the most common is, you know, if you work out, you can eat whatever you want. You can still <laughs> eat all that. Just go to the gym. And that's not even true. Not even with maintenance. I mean, that is just not yeah. an option. Even if you're maintaining, it does not yeah. matter. You can't eat whatever you want and then go no. to the gym and work that off. It, it just doesn't work that way. Does not work. This is a question I have for both of you guys. If you had to label it one, two, and three, what is the first thing you need to have a transformation? Is it nutrition first? Is it workouts first? Or is it just the mental strength? If you had to label it one, two, and three. John, you go uh, Okay. <laughs> All right. I would say mental strength or the mental side of things, the habits and those kind of things is number one. Because without that, there is no healthy eating and there is no – or consistent healthy eating. There's no consistent, you know – going to the gym then number two would be nutrition and then number three is the gym okay okay and janice 
Okay. And then my theory is pretty much opposite <laughs> um, for me, just because I being, you know, starting off, I would say mm -hmm. mine was as a gym because getting there was like the biggest step. And then because I did that, then I, then my nutrition, because I was like, okay, I just did all that. Now let's get my food on point, which then brought in the mental part of it and brought it all full circle. Wow. That's awesome. You're different. Okay. What about you? What's yours? Well, I think if it's a person out there looking for that transformation, I, uh, what I can see is a lot of people listening to this, maybe they're in their car driving to work or maybe they're on their way back from work. A lot of people have to get over the obstacle of having kids, having the busy lifestyle and making time, which Janice said, it's just a priority. You, you schedule for it, you plan for it. So I think getting to the gym, like she said, is step number one. Because if you work out, you know, say you do two workouts week number one, and then you go and people are having burgers and beers on Friday, and you're going to be like, God damn it, I just worked out twice though. Like I don't want to waste that drive. I don't want to waste that time I spent at the gym. So I think number one is going to be the gym too. Two would be the nutrition. And then I think three would be the mental strength, kind of call it your meditation, your, your Zen. I think that comes after you get the good food in your body and the workouts flowing through. So. John, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that you can't do any of those things without <laughs> mental strength. But anyways. Anyways, anyways that's true, though. You've got a good point. John, do I have the next question or do you? Uh, you do, yeah. Last All one. Right, Janice, are you ready for question number seven? This is the final question. Sure. When you fall off track, what do you do to get back on? Um... Well, I tell myself, I didn't come this far to only come this far. So get right back on it. Get to the gym back as, as soon as I can get to the gym because that right there is like my first step. I know I made it back. Man, it was killer, but I did it. And then I'm going to home and I'm going to meal prep because I just got to get everything back on track. So get my, my classes scheduled, get my meal prep, and just get back out there. May it only be three days the first week, but as long as I'm back, I'm back. So you take So you take action. That's awesome. That's yep. great. Have you guys heard of the flat tire method? Yeah. Right. Just because you have one flat tire. Yes. Doesn't awesome. mean you're gonna slash all three or all four. Yep. This is good, John. What do you do when you uh, get off track? Um. I, so I guess it depends if, if we're talking nutrition, just exactly what Jana said, like make sure I meal prep and, you know, make sure I, I plan ahead because if I meal prep and plan ahead, then I know if it's there, if the healthy foods are there, I'll eat it. You know, if it's in the gym and my own training, um, it, I think it's a little bit different from our perspective because I mean, this is what we do, but I would say probably changing things up slightly, you know, very slight change, whether it's, um, I don't know, the particular workout for the day or just something, some change usually can kind of spark it for me. What about you? I want to go back to Janice because this is really interesting to me. Um, in order to take the action of doing the nutrition, of doing that, like what, what is that fire? That's what I'm trying to find with, with Janice. Like what is that real fire? And you mentioned it how you've come this far, you've done this. But besides that, what is it like when you're sitting in your house, like what is it that drives you? 
Um, I, guess, I guess just the change in myself overall. I mean, I'm not even talking physically, like just mentally, everything. I feel better. I, I feel better when I'm working out. I feel better when I'm eating right. And I know that if I get too far off of that, I just really, I feel like crap. Like you did like almost sick. Like I just don't, I don't feel well. I have no energy. So then I don't want to do anything. I'm grumpy, which isn't fair to my family, you know? So it just, it, it it's just, it just makes me a better person all the way around when I feel better about myself. And then that helps everybody else around me too. And I really, I like to inspire people. I think it's cool. And I never thought I would be in this position either. It's the same thing as, it's seriously the same thing as, I never saw myself. Yeah, I, I know I talk to people and I'm outgoing and, you know, that kind of stuff, but I never saw myself as an inspiration. I mean, because why would I? You know what I mean? I was just, I always felt like I was heavier and how is that inspiring? You know, and now I get it all the time and I get like all my, I, friends that don't go to the gym, things like that. They talk about like, oh my gosh, you're such an inspiration. I think it's great how you do all this stuff. And I'm like, what? But this is, this is just what I do every day. <laughs> like, you know, now it's just, this is just my life. I'm not looking to, you know, to, to, to get that like recognition. It, it just happens. And so I think that's part of it too, is that I know that I've inspired other people. So get back out there. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not inspiring them by sitting on my couch. So. I just, I like to do that. I want people to know that they, they can do it. I mean, I'm not old, but I'm not young. <laughs> and if I can do a lot of the things, there's a lot of people that can. So. This is always a tough question for me to ask, but what is your age? Oh, it's okay. I'm 43. So you're 43 years old. Yep. Janice, you are an inspiration. I know a lot of people listening right now are hearing you and hearing how you transform your body, how you transformed your habits, how you transform your priorities. What I don't think you really realize is this. Your son, give the audience a little bit uh, information on your son right now, where he's at. Bubba. Okay. Um, he, yeah, the, Bubba is my son. He is finishing up his junior year at Adrian College. Um, he plays uh, football there. He is on the, he's a D. Um, he started, he's been playing his whole life. Um, and he started, he started training at Acceleration, which is how I found out about it. Um, he was doing the athletic training to get better at, um, in his high school career. Um, he wanted to be quicker and faster and actually, you know, learned so much stuff, which he is still using today. Um, he then went on to, they, they recruited him really hard at Adrian. Um, he decided to go there. He has done amazing things. He was a second team all defense last year as a nose tackle, which was pretty cool as a junior. Um, and he's just trying to train and go hard and finish his senior year even better, aiming for first team. <laughs> um, but he's just, um, he actually inspired me, to be honest, you know, as a 16-year-old kid um, at that time, you know, very, just very inspiring. He's got a good head on his shoulders and he's a very hard worker. And he puts a lot of things into perspective for me. <laughs> he's he's way beyond his ears. He's got a good head on his shoulders, and he's a hard worker. Yeah. Janice, here's something that you probably don't realize, and me and John know, because we've worked with him from high school through the college. When Bubba came back his second summer into college and started talking to us about nutrition, started talking to us about, you know, working his ass off and, you know, doing things for his body, 
maybe it was last year or I'm not sure exactly when, but when you started coming to the gym and you started transforming your life, Bubba came back a whole new person. John, can you attest to that? hundred percent. So what you don't realize is you're inspiring your friends, your coworkers and that, but you are also inspiring the hell out of a college football player who happens to be your son. I'm telling you that right now because the look on his face, the drive in his eyes when he came in was completely different when you started changing your life. So for parents out there listening, you listen to Janice, you listen to where she came from, um, transforming her priorities, transforming her schedule. Yeah, she got the results. Yeah, she got this. But listen to what she's saying. She feels better, but she also doesn't know just how much she's impacting her son's life right now because John – Again, you can attest to this too. We see a lot of college athletes. They start and they have a good freshman year or a rough freshman year. The chances of continuing college and actually playing your sport and going all four or five years and not quitting is very, very minimal unless you have somebody driving you and supporting you like Janice does for her son. 100%. And it's kind of ironic. This is the second week in a row that we've had someone say almost exactly the same thing where you know, they were inspired or motivated by someone in their family. And I think a lot of people don't realize how big that can be. Jim Clements last week and now you this week, Janice, like that can be so huge when you have, you know, a support system around you that also is pushing for these same things. And Mm -hmm. even if, you know, someone listening doesn't have that, you can be that person in your family's life. Like you can be the first one to, kind of get on this healthy lifestyle train and, you know, start to change things in your life. I'm sure you guys have both seen it, you know, at times. Like for me, when I started to really get into health and fitness, it started to affect my family and they started to eat a little bit healthier and do things a little bit more, you know, with a health conscious, you know, and focused into that. And you you never know who you can affect with it and they can affect you at the same time. So Janice, you asked, or for listeners out there too, um, this podcast was planned around eight hours ago, um, but Janice asked me, she's like, why are you having me on the podcast? And Janice, (laughs) what we just talked about just now is the reason why this podcast. I'm a father, you inspired the hell out of me, and you always think I'm bullshitting when I say that, but no, people like you who inspire me. John's going to be a father soon. <laughs> that's your guess. <laughs> no, but I really want to say that's why you're on this podcast. You are inspiration. And it's people like you who make our day better. It's people like you who are inspiring the hell out of other people to get moving and to get control of their life. So thank you, Janice. Yes. All right. So we're going to wrap this podcast up. John, actually, Janice, where can people find you at? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, where can they find you at? Uh, yep, I'm on Facebook. Um, it's Janice Fusey Kowalczyk. And then my Instagram is just Janice K, J-A-N-I-S-K-A-E. Um, not very much more on Facebook. But <laughs> you can find her at 5 a.m. at the gym. <laughs> exactly. Yes, you can. <laughs> All right, Five days John. a week, but on Saturday I sleep in. I come in later. <laughs> hey, no worries. Love that, John. What else you got for today. us before we wrap things up? Hey, no worries. <laughs> you made it through. You did great. But no, that's about it, guys. I don't know how. 
You made it. It was good. Um, and then if you could just follow, <laughs> uh, can't talk. If you could just give us a follow on iTunes podcast and maybe even a review, that would be great, guys. And then other than that, unless Ben has anything else, that's about oh, yeah, it. Something else, Janice. Okay, what? What? Well, uh, Janice. What was it? Do pineapples go on pizza? Absolutely. Ah. <laughs> Janice, if you could be Absolutely. in one, if you could be in one '90s music group, who would you be in? Last question. If what? If, if you, could you could be in one, 90s I didn't get that question. Group, if you could be in one '90s music group, who would you be in? It could be solo, it could be a group. You got You're your performing. '90s? Oh yeah, my goodness! Hmm. Ooh. Got to be the Backstreet Boys then. I wouldn't be a boy, but I'll be in it. <laughs> Who would you be? Justin Timberlake? I don't know. Oh, oh my gosh, thing. that's tough. I'm not a boy, so. <laughs> yeah, but Justin Timberlake, well, he was in NSYNC, so that makes it awkward, right? Oh, <laughs> not bad. Wrong one. All right, well, Backstreet Boys it is. That's awesome. <laughs> At the next boot camp, we're going to have you perform. So. There we go. Live. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Huh? I'm a Michael Jackson fan. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right, man. That's right. <laughs> up here. Thank you again, Janice, for joining us. We will share this Monday night. And also, make sure you guys tune in for our next uh, episode of the podcast. We have a very special guest coming your way. Make sure you guys tune in. See ya. Right, thanks. See you guys. Peace.